You are now listening to Hope Changers Podcast. Hey all, so we're back with another uh, podcast episode, Hope Changers Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us again, and we really appreciate those who um, are our regular listeners or those who tune in to um, our website and check out our uh, podcast and also see what new ones we posted up. So those who are regulars, we thank you, we love you, and those who are newcomers, we welcome you. Um, And so today uh, we want to talk about something that is I'll say dear to my heart. I mean, I know that my husband, and which is here, he's always here. <laughs> um, I know that we both have a care for this, but um, I say it's kind of dear to my heart because this is something that the Father has showed me personally when it comes to um, our walk with Christ. So all of us in our Christian walk, we um, daily struggle with different things. We struggle with Uh, Some people struggle with depression. Some people struggle with their emotions uh, being all over the place. Some people struggle with fear, anxiety. Uh, We just struggle as believers. And even if we're non-believers, if you're a non-believer and you're listening, you know, we all struggle. Um, But as believers in Jesus Christ, we have victory over these things. And we have yet to know and understand that we don't have to be subjected to the different things that we struggle with in our life. Um, I know that I have uh, struggled with uh, fear. Um, I've struggled with uh, oppression. There was a time where the enemy attacked me so hard and I didn't know what, where this came from. This, it was just like such oppressive fear that I was being attacked with even when I went to sleep I would like get I wouldn't be able to sleep but when I did fall asleep I would have nightmares each time I fell asleep and I would be waking up out of my sleep just like with this feeling in my stomach it was just like so weird but I know that it was an attack from the enemy and then you know just aside from that just different things that we struggle with just on a daily like you know people trying to as other people say, keep up with the Joneses, just want to make sure you uh, are in, basically, or a part of other people, (laughs) if you understand what I'm saying. Like, you know, people just want to make sure they measure up to others and, you know, want to be included um, or kind of be like in the in crowd or whatever is kind of what they say in high school. But you know what I mean. So we struggle with, with different things. Um, babe, do you have anything that you have struggled with before that you want to share? Yes, um, I have struggled with a lot, actually. I've struggled with depression. Um, I've struggled with low self-esteem. I have struggled with um, self with self-doubt. Um, and that sometimes um, the last two, um, low self-esteem and self-doubt, they continue to be a uh, a thing that I battle with all the time because I never I never really had anyone in my corner um, that really built really built me up really told me that hey you can 
you can be something. You can um, you can achieve your dreams. You can achieve your goals. There's no one that should that that can do this better than you can. Um, so I I always struggle with those things. I've always struggled with that. I've always um, dealt with that, and I still deal with that now. In in some cases, just not too long ago. Um, I was dealing with that, um, just, just, uh, looking at myself as a, as a husband and as a, as a father, um, I wondered if I was good enough to be a husband and a father. Um, I've had those feelings since I've gotten married and now, and now through the Lord and through his word, um, I've been able to overcome those things. I don't, I don't have the feeling of feeling. I don't have the feeling that I'm inadequate as a husband and as a father. Um, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to be more because, you know, as a father, you're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be the leader, supposed to be the spiritual leader. You're supposed to, you know, when, when your name is called, you're supposed to answer the call and, and be able to, basically be a modern day superhero but unfortunately a lot of fathers are not that and especially in the case of in the case of fathers who are believers the enemy attacks them it attacks every fall and every mistake with a with the mindset of see you I told you 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 wasn't able to do it i told you you wouldn't be able to and you might as well give up you might as well just walk away. And I've actually thought that I have thought about walking away plenty of times, but I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord. I thank my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, because he put things back in perspective for me and, and showed me through his word that it is he that provides for us and not we ourselves. It is he that is the one that does everything on our behalf. Um, even for us as men, um, sometimes we as men think that we can do it all by ourselves, And I thought that way. But now the Lord has shown me that um, he provides. He provides and he's put me in situations where I have to lean on the Lord. No one else, nothing else can do it for me but him. And that has shown me that... Um, it has shown me that I, I am inadequate without him. But in Christ, I, I where all things are possible with him. So um, those are some of my struggles. And we all have more that we probably don't mention. But those are some of the main ones. And uh, I still deal with like low self-esteem sometimes. Um, probably just about the fact that I don't work out. So I'm a little flabby. Something like that. <laughs> But, um, you know, just little stuff like that. But it can be overcome. And that's what I just want to say to everyone um, that is listening, that we listening to this podcast. Um, it can be overcome. It can be overcome through through the word of God. Um, the word says that um, um, the word says that there is no um, we shouldn't fear anything. But that there, there's how does scripture go, babe? Um, I want to say there's no. Oh, uh, in uh, oh my gosh, you didn't give us 
Right, there we go. And I just said this scripture too. He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I can't believe I just completely screwed that scripture up. And I just said it before this podcast started. But um, that scripture really sticks out because he's shown, because the Lord is showing us that the things that we fear, the things that we fear, the things that we, that goes through our minds that make us think that we are less than, he hasn't given those things to us. That is strictly from Satan himself. That's strictly to get us to think of us lower than what we are. We are royalty in Christ. We are joint heirs with Christ. That is a huge statement. We are joint heirs with Christ. We are royalty. Humbly, we are royalty because we don't deserve that title at all. But we are royalty. We are the sons of We are the sons and daughters of the Most High God, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Alpha and Omega, the the one and only. Mm -hmm. So we should have a more vibrant yet humble mindset about ourselves because he doesn't think of us as less than. He didn't send his son to lay down his life so he can think of us as less than. He sent his son so that we can may have life and may have life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. So these things can be overcome. And I don't want anyone to think less than what the Bible says they are mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. If you think less than of yourself right now, give it to Christ and read what the word says about, about you. Psalm says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. No one is a mistake to the Lord whatsoever. You have anything else that you wanted do, to say? Of so, <clears throat> so I just wanted to share with everyone who's listening what the Father has shared with me. And as uh, my husband was talking, I was literally just praying and asking the Father to just bring back everything to my mind that he has said to me. Um, but he just helped me to understand, like, this is how we... This is what it means to have faith, and this is what it means to have victory over the enemy. Now, of course, uh, I believe it's in James. It says that uh, uh, it says to resist the devil. But before that, act, those very words, I believe it's in the same scripture. But before the very those words, it says submit to God. And then it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm -hmm. So if you're not submitting, if you have not submitted yourself to the Lord, you can't can't resist the enemy because you are either his child, the devil's child, or you are caught in in snares or traps and just, you know, uh, just whatever he throws at you. You have to bend to it because you're not in the Lord. Um, But that's not to discourage you because it only takes a second for you to be in the Lord and confess your sins to him and and repent and, and, um, you know, be his child. So it's not to discourage you. But the word says, submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. So how do we resist the devil? So what the father shared with me is that, um, well, first it goes along with faith. We say we have faith, right? Um, 
but I don't think we really understand what faith is. So, of course, the word says faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. So it's the substance of what we hope for. We hope for things, but we may not see it yet. But we know that it's it's there. It's substance. We know that it's there. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I was burping. Um, so what the father was just sharing with me is with me is that what I read in his word, I have to stand on regardless of whatever comes my way. So let's say if the Lord says, um, fear not, I am with you. And so the, and so when those uh, thoughts and even feelings of fear come, because we have power in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, us who are believers, we have power in the Lord Jesus Christ. He, The Lord said that I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And he also said that I've come to destroy the works of the enemy. So when we become his, we have power to um, trample. As the word says, he said, I've given you power to trample over snakes and scorpions and over all the power, the power of the enemy. Yep. Let's say it one more time, all the power of the enemy. So it's not a little bit halfway, three quarters. No, he said, I've given you power to trample over snakes and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. This is why the Lord has came to to write what he what the enemy made wrong. Um, and so what the Lord was saying to me is that if his word says don't fear and we get thoughts of like fear, we have to resist the devil. We have to say no. And he gave me a picture of a father to a child. So if the father says to his child, hey, don't talk to strangers, and then they're out in the store and a stranger talks to his child, the child should say, no, my dad told me not to talk to strangers and then cling even harder to his dad. So he's not being swayed by what the stranger is saying. Hey, come here. You know, hey, how you doing? You want this or you want candy or you want this or that or whatever? You know, as soon as the stranger says, hey, how you doing? My dad told me not to talk to strangers. And then you just hold, you know, so that's the picture that the Lord gave me when it comes to him and us, his children. Mm-hmm. We have to tell the enemy what the Lord said. The Lord said, don't fear, so I'm not going to fear. And, of course, the enemy will be persistent, but you be persistent back. Right. We have to stick to what the Father has said. Jesus Christ did not die for no reason. He died to give us life and to make us whole, to give us power from um, on high. He given us. He has given us these things because in the beginning, you know, sin happened. Because we have yielded in the beginning, Adam yielded to the enemy mm-hmm. and as my husband told me that uh the lord told him that and and it's all up and through the word that sin gives place to the enemy so sin what did the father say to you babe oh uh, sin sin gives the enemy power right thank you sin gives the enemy power so if we sin it gives him power in our lives. It gives him power. So there's another scripture also in, is it James? No, sorry. First John, where it says that, I'm getting it right now. 
First uh, John, where it says that those who are in the Lord, where is that scripture be? Because this is not my Bible. Um, those that are in the Lord, the enemy touches them not. It talks about the love of God. That's what it's, it's a scripture in First John. I forgot which chapter, but I'm gonna get it. Um, where it says that you know those who love the Lord, we know Him, and the enemy. Uh, doesn't touch us because we keep ourselves we keep ourselves so we are not touched by the enemy so just like a a a virgin who keeps herself she's not touched by fornication why because she keeps herself it's it's a purposeful keeping it's Mm -hmm. not a leeway or a halfway or well i guess no it's like i'm going to keep myself and that, and I believe that that keep in that um in that um context means you know to, uh, as as a person uh, a virgin keeps their self because we're we are the bride of Christ and He does not want us to mingle in harlotry with the world and with other gods and stuff. So we have to keep ourselves, and so the enemy doesn't touch us. So if we tell the enemy what the Lord has said, one, that is an example of our faith. So if the enemy, we wake up in the morning, the enemy hits us with uh, thoughts of depression. Because, see, another thing that the enemy does, he gives, he throws us suggestions. So things that come to our mind is suggestions from the enemy. And a lot of times we have to understand that a lot of our thoughts are not ours. They're his. But he makes it seems like it's ours. And that's and I believe that's another product of depression. People who are depressed, you know, it's like something just, you know, either comes over them or it's just thoughts. It's like, man, why am I thinking like this? Or, man, these thoughts are really making me feel down or whatever. You have to rebuke it. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. You have to get away from, you have to tell him, um, no, I'm not going to be depressed because the Lord, you know, hasn't given me a spirit of fear or no, I'm not going to be depressed because I'll sing to the Lord or whatever. The Lord has given me joy. He's given me strength. So you have to tell the enemy what the Lord has said. And that's example of that's an example of faith. And also um, it tell it, it also this is uh, how we have victory over him. And it says that if we resist him, he will flee. Flee doesn't just mean, okay, well, I guess I'll walk away. No, it means run. He will run from us if we resist him. So we have to resist, you know, and with people having fear, imagine the enemy running from you. Like, you know, that's that's encouraging. But we have to resist him. You want to say something? Yeah, that scripture um, that you were referencing, 1 John 5 and 18. We know that whosoever is born of God mm-hmm. sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one touches him not. Right, That's exactly. what that scripture we was referring to. Mm-hmm. So, and, and even <clears throat> even um, Psalm one twenty five, and I'll go there um, just to prove what I but what the Lord was um, showing me in the scriptures that that the enemy is given power when when we put our hands to iniquity. Because Psalm 125 says, verse 3, for the rod of the wicked, <clears throat> for the rod of the wicked shall not 
come upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hands unto iniquity. That is a clear from scripture saying that when we give the enemy, when we are, when we sin against the Lord, we give the enemy power to accuse us. That's why he's called the accuser of the brethren. And it gives him power to have authority in our lives. A lot of believers today are giving the enemy a lot of authority in their lives to wreak havoc because you give it in place because of the things that you won't repent for and give up. Mm-hmm. That's the only way Satan has power. The only reason why he has power in this world is because of Adam's sin in the Garden of Eden, as you just mm-hmm. um, just pointed out. Mm-hmm. But how he keeps his power today is because Sin is a normal thing in this fallen world. Mm -hmm. And we see it every day. You see it on the TV. You see it on social media. You see it. um, You see it. Whatever videos you may watch on YouTube it's it's all over the place. The enemy has power everywhere and he keeps gaining more and more because we don't because the society is geared toward wickedness. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, believers who, who call themselves believers of the most high God, um, believers in Christ, unfortunately, are keeping up with those with those Joneses, which they shouldn't. And they're doing the things that the world does and then saying like, oh, it's OK. And believing that you your confession of faith is enough to save you. But that's not enough. You got to get in this word and read it. You have to get revelation and Holy Spirit inspired revelation to understand that this is a war mm-hmm. every day. He's the enemy's not stopping because you're saved. He's coming at you, coming after you even more now because you're saved. Mm-hmm. We have to get to a place as believers and say that I'm putting down what the world is giving me. I'm stopping with all these things. We don't really do that. We don't do that. We we go along. We go along with the flow, trying to be cool with everything, trying to make this relationship with Christ an add-on to what we already do. So, so you'll see us saying, oh, yeah, I love God. I love Jesus, but I also love anime. I love sports. I love beauty. Anime is um like those Japanese cartoons, those car- Japanese cartoons. Uh, uh, cartoon things but they have like you know it's like Dragon Ball Z oh, okay. that's anime mm. yeah I, 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 don't, I don't know why I said that I just threw that name out there mm. but <laughs> but um just anything that this that the Lord is at enmity with um we agree with it and the Bible is very clear about that that friendship with the world is you are at enmity with God mm. Enmity, I'm sorry. You're you're at odds with the Father when you're a friend of the world. So we have to make a decision. Who whose side do you want to be on? What side do we really want to be on? If we're saying we are sold out for Christ, then we need to be sold out for Christ in every way, shape, and form. In our thoughts, in our walk, in our talk, in the places that we go, in the things that we do. We can't be living double lives. Mm-hmm. 
because the the evidence of living a double life will be shown in how the enemy attacks you. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty, and it's, it's pretty clear. The word is pretty clear mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. But that comes from, and, and, and I think also when talking about the topic of fear, one of the things that I think believers are fearful of, mm-hmm. and I can throw it to you when, when I say this, they, I think believers are fearful of actually coming up another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think believers are fearful of going to a new level in Christ. Mm-hmm. I think that we're comfortable. I think we're comfortable where we are. We don't want to do any any more than what is um, our reasonable service. And we barely do that right because half of us as believers, if we tell the truth, don't present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The flesh is still way out. The flesh is probably still way out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll probably, and, and if you don't believe, because it's, it's still cold. If you don't believe me now, let's wait until the summertime. You know what your your choice of clothing will will see will be, will be some of the fruit on that tree, <laughs> but um, I think we have uh, we're we're fearful of coming up to another level, and the Lord is calling us to new levels and deeper depths and understanding who He is. I don't think I don't think there's any limit to what we know about the Father. Um and and the level of like revelation and understanding we can get from him. I think that we can go as high as he allows us mm-hmm. because certain things the Lord just will not reveal. That's for him. And that's him alone. Deuteronomy 29, 29 establishes that. But I think there is more levels for us to go to in Christ. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately we're comfortable. We're very comfortable right now. So, May I ask you, why do you think believers are so comfortable um, in their walk? Why are they so fearful of going up another level in their walk with Christ? Why do you think so? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say, well, some people are necessarily, well, some people are fearful, but I think also some are uh like you said, just comfortable. They don't want to go higher. They don't want more of Christ. They just want the form of godliness, as the word says. People go to church and they just have a form of it. But they go home and there's no power at all. No power in the church, no power at home, no power at the job, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some people, if they are fearful of going higher in Christ, it's just it's just a trick of the enemy. It's just a trick of the devil. And some people may think they can't go higher because I used to think long time ago and the Lord helped me uh, with those thoughts. I used to think that the people in the Bible, they were just so close to God and so holy that we could, I never even thought to attain the same level of spiritual walk that they did until the father said, they're people just like you are. Right. They were just like you. Why do you think that you... But it was just a trick of the enemy, seriously. And until I realized that, I was like, oh, you know, just reading them but not thinking that, wow, I can get there. Like Moses, he talked to the father face-to-face. And and um, uh, Elijah called down fire, prayed yep. that, the, that, that the sun would stop, you yep. know? Pray, I mean, prayed that the rain would stop. Yep. 
So we could do the same thing. We we have that same power. Mm-hmm. Um, but the father, another thing that's on my heart too, uh, that I don't want to forget to say is that the father has died for us, and he died that we may have power in him. We may have his power. He died to give us his power. He died to give us an abundant life. He died, and us believers are still walking around defeated. And we have to get to that point where we will not be defeated. Uh, One thing that that, um, my husband shared with me that um, the Lord said to him in in prayer is that the Lord said, I don't know defeat. He Mm. doesn't know defeat, Mm. but we do. Mm. Why? If we have the Holy Spirit within us, we have God Almighty, the creator of the world living inside of us, and we have his power, why do we know defeat? And as my husband just stated, it's sin. It's sin in our lives. That's why we're afraid to cast out a devil out of somebody. Or we're afraid to go and talk to this person on the street about the very father who came to save our lives. You you know, we're not afraid to talk to this person about our nails and hair and what restaurant to go to. But we're afraid to give them the love of Christ. That makes no sense. Someone who can save their soul, we're afraid to give them that because we don't want to offend. Offend how? Offend in what way? Mm-hmm. They are, you know, people are walking around here literally dead. The walking dead. And I ain't even talking about the show. I mean, seriously, you look in their face and you like, wow, they look dead. Mm-hmm. They just walking zombies. And we have to give them Christ. We have to let them know, hey, the Lord has died for you and he wants to have a personal relationship with you. The Lord did not die for no reason. Mm -hmm. And thus as believers um, who know the Lord and know his word and have him living inside of us, we have to act like it and stop being so watered down and wishy-washy. You know, if, if if, if, if we are in struggles, no matter what it is, cast those things down, lay those things aside. As the word says, Lay aside the weight and sin that so easily besets us. Lay it aside, Mm -hmm. you know, and resist the devil. You have that power. If the enemy is attacking you with fear, no. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Get away from me. The Lord said, fear not, for he is with me. And believe that that's 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 what the word says. Believe that that's what the Lord is going to do. He, The Lord said he will... Uh, comfort me with his with his rod and his staff in, in Psalms 23. Get away from me, say. You know, you have to say those things. Right. I won't be depressed. I'll encourage myself. I'll sing to the Lord. Or I won't be fearful. Or I know I won't, because a lot of people struggle with anxiety as well. No, I won't be anxious. Anxious for what? The Lord said, be anxious for nothing but in prayer and supplication. Mm-hmm. Make all your requests known to him, and he, you know, he will... He will direct you. So, you know, we have to speak the word to the enemy because it shows our faith and it also shows our um, our 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 victory in Christ over yeah. him. Yeah. We have to do these things because we can't we can't continue to live in defeat when we have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us. The one who who put the clouds in the sky, as as Psalm as uh, Isaiah fifty one says, he said, "Who are you to be afraid of a man who will die, yeah. and of the son of man who will be made like grass? Mm-hmm. For the moth will eat them up, eat them up like a garment." So the Lord is like, "Who are you to be afraid of a man? Right. 
Mm-hmm. When I part, you know, I put the clouds in the sky. Mm-hmm. I laid out the foundations of the earth. I did all of that. And you forget me. Preach. He's, he's like, you forget me who did all of these things. Preach I stretched it. the heavens out like a curtain. So, you know, understand that we don't have to live in defeat because the power of the Holy Spirit is inside of us. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to be afraid. Who can stand against the Lord? Yeah. You know, who, who if, if, what, what the scripture say, babe? If, um, if the Lord be with me, yeah, before us, who can be against us? us? And we say that in church all the time, but we just talking. We not really, it's not really sitting in. And that's another issue about believers. We say the scriptures that we know, and we may know a lot of scriptures, but we never really sit and think about it and apply it. We not only do we not think about it, but we don't apply it to our lives. Like if the Lord said, don't be anxious for nothing, why do we still struggle with anxiety? Why? For what? He said, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. So when those thoughts and feelings of anxiety understand, it's more than likely the enemy. Satan, the Lord rebuke you, get away from me. I won't struggle with anxiety. No, I'm not going to be anxious. I'll Mm -hmm. give my problems to the Lord and I'll leave it there. I'll leave it at his feet. You have to tell him that. Be anxious for nothing. Or, you know, why do we still struggle with fear? Or even let's go as far as say fornication. You know, why do we we have power also to put our bodies into subjection? So if we're struggling with fornication and those feelings and thoughts are coming on, rebuke the enemy. No, because the, the Lord told me to abstain from sexual immorality. And you have to continually say that over your, you know, say that to the enemy, say the Lord rebuke you. And he told the Lord said, uh, abstain. So I'm going to abstain. And you speak peace over yourself. I speak peace over myself in the name of Jesus, and I speak peace over my body in the name of Jesus. You have to say those things over yourself. The mouth is powerful, and the Lord has has created the world with his mouth. So we have the power to do the same thing. Speak over ourselves. Speak peace over ourselves. Speak joy. uh, Whatever we need, we have these things, and we can reach up and pull it down in the spirit. But we don't know these things. And as the word says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We don't know the Lord. We don't know what we have in him. We don't know the access that we have to the kingdom of heaven. We don't know. So we don't even do it. We just live our lives as if we're not believers. The only believers in the world who actually have the truth, but we live in like we don't. And it's not right. That's all I had to say for this moment. <laughs> wow. Powerful. Powerful. I don't even know if I can even say anything else after that because you were just preaching right there, it's all babe. Going to the Lord. <laughs> My wife was preaching. You guys heard it first. That was her first sermon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but but everything that you're saying is true. We have to start believing what this word mm-hmm. says. We do. We it's, it's it's time out. Time is over for just going to church and saying hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, shouting, uh, shouting, quicking, quaking, and and right. and doing and shucking and, 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 shucking and jiving <laughs> and and just and quoting scripture and quoting scripture and not just quoting scripture. Don't know what they mean. Quoting scripture and you don't even try to live out the scripture. Mm-hmm. 
So many of us are in churches and going around and every week, every week you're in the service, you're hearing the sermon. You don't even come back with a, a, a thought of like, how can I apply this to my life? Mm-hmm. Let me go back and read it again and see, and let me see what the Lord is going to give to me that I can apply to my life this week mm-hmm. or apply it to that, that situation that I'm dealing with and see what, and see what the Lord, how, how the Lord is going to handle this. We don't do none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All we do is go to church saying, Hey, it was a good service. Right. And as my pastor said, Hey, it's a good service. Well, what are they talking about? I don't know, but it was a good service. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't continue to be that way. Go, it's it's good to go to church. Go to church. I love I love being in church. If, if I had it my way, I'd be in church every day. I I do. I love church. Church is like a second home to me, and it's always been like a second home to me. But I'm growing. But I've grown now to the point where I can't just go and just be there. Mm-hmm. I have to. This word has to make a difference in my life, and I want it to make a difference in my life and in people that I am around. We have to have that mindset. Even on our days when we're just studying the word on our own. What is being said here? How can I apply it to my life? How can I apply it to my life in that how how I should react to people? How I should walk on my everyday life? And in how I should pray? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is it something I need to repent about? Is it something that I need to do? Um, and that the word is pointing out to me that I, I need to change? Because a lot of times... Because a lot of times it's not just about taking the word and going outside and executing it. It's the word is doing a work on the inside. Maybe that'd be the day where you just be like, have to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Sometimes that is, sometimes that has to happen. Um, unfortunately, we don't think about it in those ways, but those things have to happen as well. We can't continue to make the Lord an add-on. We can't continue to just listen to the word and they'll try to apply it to our lives in any way, shape, or form. We gotta start living this thing. Cause that's all people gonna that's all people are gonna see. They wanna see us live it, not just, you know, mm-hmm. not just say, hey, I go to church. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the word doing in your doing in your life? Because I, I truthfully believe this is a spiritual thing mm-hmm. when you say that you are a believer in Jesus Christ and all of a sudden everybody's watching you to make sure that you are doing the right thing, even though they don't go to church at all. I think that's the enemy, the spirit of the enemy resting on a person. Mm-hmm. And now they're just watching you like a hawk waiting on you to do something mm-hmm. that's that's, you know, waiting on you to do something that is not godly mm-hmm. for them to say. Oh, I thought you was a believer. Mm-hmm. I thought you was this. I thought you was that. I can't stand that personally. I really can't. <laughs> I can't stand that. But I understand it now. I understand that people are always watching. Mm-hmm. People are always watching. So we got to make our calling in our election sure. sure. Mm-hmm. And there's no better time to do it than right now. Mm-hmm. Because time is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. The enemy, the enemy's hordes, the enemy's uh, agents are in the earth and they're doing some horrendous Mm -hmm. things. We can't afford to slack on prayer anymore. I'm convicted saying that because I do slack on prayer. I do slack on getting up at three or four in the morning to pray because I may be too tired with my kids or 
just doing, you know, everyday duties as a husband and as a father. So I'm holding myself accountable to start praying a whole lot more. But we can't slack on those things. We can't slack on um, sharing the gospel with those who are around us and closest to us. And we can't slack on letting up and relaxing in our walk and allowing people to see a side of us that side of us that that's um what's the word i'm looking for a side of us that's not real oh yeah Mm -hmm. now i'm not saying to walk around and be perfect in front of people but what i am saying is that someone seeing your struggle can be as proverbs says proverbs says a righteous man falling down before the wicked Mm -hmm. is like a corrupt spring Mm -hmm. or a murky stream or a murky stream Mm -hmm. that's a problem you know, people can't afford to see us, you know, right, in, falling down. Mm-hmm. You know, that we can't afford, especially when we have the truth, they, mm-hmm. we, people can't afford to see us falling. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not talking about being perfect. This is about be, having a commitment. Yeah. Commit to this. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's time out for playing games. It really is. It's time out for playing games with the Lord because it's it's a two, it's a two edged sword here. The world's not playing, and the Lord's not playing. Mm-hmm. Now you can't play with either one because you can play with the world, and the Lord will get you. <laughs> you can play with the Lord, and He will jack you, and the world will get you. So there is a. Is a is a double edged sword, so you have to pick what side that to be on. I, I can take the 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 persecution of the world because I have the Lord on my side. I, I'll I'll gladly accept that and share in the sufferings of Christ. I but the Bible says it's a dangerous thing so to fall into the hands of the Lord. Of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That I don't want no parts of. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus said Himself. Fear him that's able to kill body and soul and throw into hell. Mm-hmm. So our father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He is not the one to be played with. Mm-hmm. But us as believers, we've been playing with him way too long. And it's time to stop it. Yeah. Do you have anything? And I wanted to also say uh, before we end is that... Um, the father told me in prayer, uh, maybe about two, three, maybe like three weeks ago now, almost a month ago, probably about a month ago now, um, that the enemy has filled his people already and sent them out. That's what he told me. He uh, gave me back the, he reminded me, not gave me back, but he reminded me of this dream that I had. It's on my Facebook page. Um But he reminded me of this dream that I had where basically uh, the enemy called all of these spirits in the movie. I'm in the movie. In my dream, the enemy, I'm just summing it up. The enemy called all of these spirits forth. He was saying, like, everyone who loves this, everyone who loves that, come forth. You know, so it was just like a rush of demonic, possessed people rushing, like, in the room or whatever. So basically he was just telling them you know, if you love this, you love it. And of course, it was all evil things and just telling them to like come forth. So anyway, the Lord brought back that dream to me and and was telling me that the enemy has filled his people already 
and sent them out. But the Lord is getting ready to and is already filling his people. He said that, you know, I'm going to fill my people and pour out my spirit and, and send his people out. So us as believers, you know, the father hasn't put us on this earth to just be regular nine to fivers. And, you know, of course, we love our family and stuff like that. But he has called us to so much more. Yeah. We are to be as soldiers on a battlefield because this is a fight, an everyday fight. Whether you think you're in a fight or not, you are. Because yeah. if you don't think you're in a fight, that means you're de- you're you you're feeling defeated or you're being defeated or, um, you know, or you're not you're just not fighting. Well, yeah, if you're defeated, you're just not fighting. But either way, you're still in a fight. You're just at this time. You don't realize it. Um, But when you wake up and realize, wow, I'm in a fight, then you begin to fight back. So the father wants us to be in this mindset of fighting back. We things that we see on the news, things that are going on in our own life. We have to pray against these things, stand against these things because we're in a fight. We are the Lord's messengers and ministers on this earth. And we have to do what he has called us to do and what he even came here to do. He's come to make us whole. He wants us to be whole. He wants us to be new. He wants us to be um, uh, on fire for him and filled with his spirit. Yeah. And we can't do that if we're so bogged down and so um, just like distracted with things of this world. Mm-hmm. We can't really be fighting if we don't know we in a fight. If I'm in a battlefield and I don't know I'm actually on a battlefield more than likely I'm going to get hurt or Mm -hmm. maybe even killed or just totally defeated and destroyed Mm -hmm. unless I wake up and know oh wow I'm on a battlefield and the enemy is coming at me I better get myself together and and fight and prepare to fight Mm -hmm. because there believe me there is coming a time very shortly where we're going to have to the fight is going to come to us and we're going to have to make a decision to either fight or be destroyed basically um you know, persecution of, of Christians are coming. So we have to decide and make up in our mind wholly and completely that we're going to stand with the Lord. You yeah. got, we got to, we going to have to make our mind up right now before it actually comes. Cause you don't want it to come and then you all scared and you, you know, bow to the enemy. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. You want to be strong enough to stand in the day of evil. As the word says, stand. Yep. So we just want to bring these things to your mind. The Lord said that he's going to pour his spirit out and he already is pouring his spirit out. But this is just what he told me. He's going to pour his spirit out on his people so that they can go um, go out and do what he has called us to do. But just remember that the enemy has already filled his people and we need not stand in fear, but we need to stand in the strength of the Lord and understand that no one can stand against him. Mm-hmm. Not even the enemy, because he created Lord Jesus has created all things, and he has power to um, to defeat anything and everything. And because we are his children, we have what he has. Amen. 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 So on that note, we are going to wrap this podcast up. This was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a good, good one. I hope you guys really listen to this and really Mm -hmm. heed the warning. Because I really believe, I really feel in my spirit that this was a warning. Mm -hmm. 
we were struggling, honestly, before this podcast started. We were struggling. We were trying to figure out what, what we were going to name this title, what we were going to title this podcast. Oh, yeah. And I still don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. But this was good. And, and I hope that we all heed this warning. Yes. Um, the Lord is soon to return. Mm-hmm. The Antichrist is sooner to appear. And I do believe we will see the Antichrist in our generation. That's mm-hmm. that's my personal belief. Mm-hmm. That's my personal belief. I'm, I'm not backing that up with scripture. I'm saying in my personal belief, I think we will see the Antichrist come on the scene. And when we see his face, we will automatically know that's him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep, and, and I also want to say that you don't want the Lord to come and you draw back in fear because you haven't been living according to his will. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to stand and rejoice at his coming. Right. And he wants us to. Right. And and this is this, you know, this message is not to scare anyone or or to make anyone upset, but just understand the Lord loves us very much and he didn't die for no reason. Right. He wants us to be with him and he wants to be intimate and close and he wants us to understand the love that he has for us. So we're going to wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. We love you guys. Um, follow us at Hope Changers INTL at Instagram. Hope Changers underscore INTL at Twitter. Um, info at hopechangersintl.org. Wait, it's not a Twitter. No, I'm talking about the email. Not, said I said the Twitter account, then I said info at hopechangersintl. Uh, That's the email. Oh. Messing me up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else? Hopechangersintl.org. That's the website. Um, follow us. Email us. Please email us. Tweet us. Talk to us on Instagram. Something. Please. <laughs> we want we want interaction. We we have all these podcasts and we're not getting any interaction. Someone interact with us, please. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Please. Just, we'll talk more. Just talk more. We want to talk to you guys. Talk more, please. Babe, why are you doing all that? Because. Because what? I want people to interact with us. And they will. Okay, whatever. <laughs> all right, episode 19 is coming soon. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. If it's nighttime, have a great night. We love you. See you soon. <laughs>